You're listening to Good New World Order, Season 12, Episode 41, for October 7th, 2018. I want to talk in this episode about something really cool I found out about, called Broadway D. Broadway is not a musical venue. I mean, it is, but the one that I'm talking about is not. It is a, well, it's a display server that you probably didn't know about. It's a specifically a display server for the Broadway GDK backend. What does it do? It allows your GTK applications to be displayed and to actually run within a, a, a web browser. I know that that seems really strange, but it is very, very true. And as long as you have Broadway D installed on your system and GTK3, uh, you can witness this in action. And it is definitely worth worth trying. So here's how you do it. It's, it's actually quite simple. Now, I had to do this on my Fedora box because I don't have all that fancy stuff installed on uh, Slackware. I, I don't have any need for it, but it just kind of came for free on the Fedora box that I have. So make sure that you have it installed before trying this, obviously. So the, the trick is this. First, you start the daemon itself, and that's Broadway D. That's Broadway as in the musical venue, and then D for daemon, all one string, so Broadwayed. And then space colon five, and then you probably want to send it to the background so you can do an ampersand to uh, to get your prompt back if you want, or you can just let that terminal be occupied by that process. That's fine too. So then, if if you've got your prompt back, if you use the ampersand uh, sign and you got your prompt back, then you can run the next command on the same in the same terminal. And if not, then you'll have to get a new terminal window. It uh, doesn't matter either way, it's it's fine. So uh, the environment variable gdk underscore backend needs to be set. Now what that means is that when your shell runs a command that you are going to issue in a moment here, you need to, it needs to rather, it's going to look at your system. And if your system has certain variables set, then this command will, will leverage what those variables tell it to do. So the way that the the quick way to do this is just to type gdk underscore backend. And just to be clear, I am saying gdk. It's uh, it stands for the GIMP drawing kit, which is a, a lower. It's one of the components of the of the larger gtk toolkit, which is the the thing that draws windows and widgets for GNOME. So gdk underscore backend, that's all capitals, equals Broadway, Broadway in lowercase. And again, that's just Broadway, not Broadway D. So you ran Broadway D earlier, this time you're just setting gdk underscore backend equals Broadway, and then Broadway underscore display, also capitals, equals colon 5, and then space... And you can run, really, your GTK application here, but just it, since to avoid any unknown, un- unforeseen surprises, do GTK3-demo, and that ought to be installed on your system. So now GTK3-demo is running. Where is it running? It didn't launch. Normally, if you launch a GUI application from your terminal, it would launch a window. Well, to see the window, go to a web browser. I'm using Firefox. And type in localhost colon eight zero eight five and then press return. You will be amazed. The window which you seek will be waiting for you in your web browser with window decoration 
you can move it around, you can click, it's fully functional. Like, you can try clicking on the menu, trick, uh, clicking on the, um, what is it, the little uh, disclosure triangles, you can scroll through things, you can scroll through text, all that stuff. It's completely, it, it's an application that's running, it's a GTK application running inside of a web browser. It's pretty amazing. So what's really cool is that we don't have to we don't have to stop there. So I'm gonna go back to my terminal. Uh, I didn't didn't send that one to the background. So I'm gonna get a new terminal tab and I'm gonna type gdk, GDK underscore backend equals Broadway Broadway underscore display equals colon five. And then I'm gonna do, um, I need another GTK3 application. And it does have to be a pure GTK3 application. If it's, if it's something that uses GTK2 but launches within GNOME, I mean, which you would expect, that's not, you know, that's not, it's not a GTK3 application. It's a little bit difficult to, to really find out whether something's GTK2 or, or cute, or GTK3, you know, if you don't know one from the other, then it's pretty difficult. And even GTK2, I mean, like, I, I tried, I have mostly K, KDE applications on my Fedora laptops, so I was trying to find something GTK3, and it's, it is difficult to find for me. But here's, here's one, um, I think this is actually not GTK3, so I'm going to try DIA, DIA, it's a, um, sort of a flowchart application. Yeah, that just launched as a normal. Okay, I'm going to close that. So that's not GTK3. Um, oh, here's one. Shotwell. Shotwell is the default picture organizer kind of application that comes with GNOME. So that ought to be GTK3. So GDK underscore backend, Broadway display, Shotwell. Yep, and now if I go back over to the web browser, I not only have the GTK3 application uh, running from the, the GTK3 uh, demo application, but I also have Shotwell. So I've got two windows in my web browser running native GTK3 applications. And I've just clicked... This is amazing. I'm. This is actually really cool. Um, I, I just clicked the import all of my photos into Shotwell, which I hope didn't modify anything in my in my <laughs> my actual file system. I'm hoping it's not a horrible application. Probably not, though. I, I have tr I have faith in the GNOME three developers. Um, but it's importing all of my yeah all of my pictures that it found in my uh, tilde slash pictures folder into, yeah, here's the pictures from my trip to Brisbane, to the Red Hat office at Brisbane. Here's um, some pictures of coffee, coffee mugs, strangely. I don't actually take pictures. You know how some people take pictures of, like, that silly cappuccino froth art that people seem to do all the time in cafes? I don't know why people do that. I honestly don't. I don't understand the appeal. I mean, you know, it's beautiful and stuff, but who cares? It's just, it's just give me a cappuccino. I don't care if you draw a picture in my froth. Um, and frankly, I don't even like it because they, a lot of times they, they sort of, they use the, they sort of use coffee sort of that they're mixing with the froth to sort of give texture or, or yeah, to give different shades. And honestly, I would rather just have nice, just pure froth. I like the flavor of just the froth. I don't want the coffee mixed in with the froth. But anyway, um, 
or if I do, I'll just stir it up. You know, it doesn't doesn't matter. But anyway, um, yeah, here's some yeah, like all my photos, like all the photos that they found in in underscore in tilde uh, slash pictures. So there you go, and and so uh, this is Shotwell running in my Firefox window, completely completely functional. Like everything about it is functional. So how cool is that? Um, it's really cool, really really cool. You should try it. How useful is it? I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I'm imagining that it's going to be very useful for something. I can't exactly think of of what of what that useful thing would be, but I am imagining that it would be useful. I mean, that's got to be something. That's got to be useful for something. I mean, the, this is all very or or vaguely apropos for the previous discussions, very recently that I've had on this show. Uh, you know, season twelve, episode thirty-six or thirty-seven or thirty-eight. That that time frame. I was talking about, hey, look, the web browser has achieved, in many ways, what no other thing on a computer has achieved, which is it's a friendly and inviting and low barrier to entry platform for all kinds of different things. And while that is very exciting, the the the, the thing that I think I'm latching onto there. Aside from simply observing something that several other people have observed in the past, way before me. In fact, I was resistant to the idea. I mean, still resistant to the the concept, but I, I'm recognizing the truth of the matter, which is this browser thing is is a computing platform. And like I say, I'm not sure that I, I really like that, but but maybe I do. I mean, it's a universal interface that, that people are able to... to to feel comfortable with. But the thing that I guess I want to be excited about, about the web browser being a universal interface, is for the for the idea that people may be able to, and and have been able to already, been able to to customize their working environment, which, you know, f- for me, good computing is is customizable computing. And so for people, you know, for regular, normal, everyday boring people to be able to to program something program in quotes here, something for their web browser, you know, like they want to throw a a website up online and they figure out HTML by looking at some other people's HTML. I mean, that's really cool. And that, as I say, that's the kind of stuff that I think computers owe to its public. I think people should be able to do that. People should be able to look at other people's stuff and say, "I, I want something like that. And Oh, okay. So if I if I wrap this thing in this special tag, then that's what happens. Okay, perfect. Well, that means that if I use this one, this should happen. Oh, look at that. It does. That kind of intuitive discoverability, or maybe discoverable intuitiveness, uh, is is exciting to me. And that's kind of the part of the universality of a web browser that I'm actually interested in. Which is to say that this GTK thing is no, it has nothing to do with that. I, I don't believe that, you know, people aren't going to be able to look at the GTK3 demo application, the source code to that, and, and, and say, oh, cool, so now I can, I can, uh, program a picture editor and have it show up in my browser. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of going in the wrong direction. It's kind of like, here's this really advanced, not very intuitive to most people, not easily discoverable for most people because it has to be compiled. Here's this advanced thing that that now shows up in our simplified web 
platform. Um, that said, I still think there's probably some kind of huge use case for this. You know, even if it's just we're a uh, we're a company and we have we have some applications running on our Linux servers, and I really want people to be able to use them. So let's just have people go to this web address where an instance of that application will be running, and then they can do the task that they need to do, you know, and launch this job on the Linux server. I mean, that could be a that could be a thing. That could be a big deal. So yeah, I'm not really sure what the what the point of Broadway is, what the target audience is, what the what the what the idea behind it is, but but I'm excited that it exists. I think it's really really cool, and I think if you see it, you'll agree that it is really really slick. I mean, there are no. I mean, let's face it. I've only I've only tried it for like ten minutes. So, but in terms of what I'm seeing here, there there doesn't really appear to be any surprises, like like any trade offs. You know, you launch the thing and it and it works. Now, launching it over the network and having access to file systems and stuff like that, I mean, there's there's probably a lot to, to sort of figure out and, and sound, you know, getting sound out of it and stuff like that. I'm sure there's quite a lot going on that, that, that would need to be figured out if you were going to actually use it in any large-scale deployment. But the technology is just really, really cool, and you ought to check it out. Really, you should. If you've got a, a box running GNOME 3 or or enough GNOME 3 to, to provide you know, a GTK3 application and a Broadway D uh, service, then yeah, give it a go. It'll it'll impress you. It's pretty exciting stuff. Short episode, I guess, because that's pretty much all I had to say about Broadway and GTK. I could ramble on more about web browsers, but I think you've heard it all before. We all get the point. So, um, hey, thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time. listening to the GNU World Order AUGcast. This has been Klaatu. You can reach me on IRC. I'm on the Freenode network usually in channels such as AUGcast Planet, Slacker Media, Slackware, a couple of others. My nick on IRC is not Klaatu. You can also reach me lately on Mastodon. My username there is at Klaatu at Mastodon.xyz. Of course, you can email me at klatu at member.fsf.org. That's klatu at member.fsf, as in free software foundation.org. And of course, you can visit my various websites, gnuworldorder.info and slackermedia.info. I will see you next time.
have a sponsor. Oh, but Ken, that's not possible. Well, nobody's even heard me. I have. And I've assured the parole board that you have a job the moment they approve your application. Oh, Ken, that's swell. 